This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! What's up, guys? We're going to take a quick break and talk about Anatomy of Us, high-performance marriage coaching. We love coaching. We love helping people. Think about a time when you have helped someone and it feels amazing. That's what we get to do every single day. And when you have a coach that loves their job as much as we do, stuff happens. Every time you meet with us, you get a custom action plan created just for your needs and what we've been talking about that day. It is so rad and helpful. That's right, I was thinking about this yesterday. We don't need clients, we want clients. We want to be your coach. We desire happiness, health, great sex, great communication, excellent relationships with your kids and family and a career of your dreams. You guys, this happens in coaching. So when you are ready, go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. We'll get on a call and we will see how we can create exactly the life and relationships and marriage that you want. All you got to do is go for it. I promise you, we've spent a lot of money on coaching. We've gone through it before and it is priceless. Your dreams are out there. I encourage you to go click anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching to get on a call with us. Coaching with us will change your life. Can't wait to start working with you. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, mom and dad. <laughs> it's time for the show. Let's go. Today, I want to talk about how we are getting it wrong about the needs of men. Hmm. And I wanted to start with a story that I keep forgetting to tell you guys. It's so funny and cute and has been an eye-opening thing. And I want to talk about it with you, All right. which you're aware of it. Um, but I've been talking. Okay. I've been on this journey of self-discovery around men and men's needs and how we are getting it wrong as a society and how that in turn is getting... It's creating a pattern that makes women feel unfulfilled because men are not being seen as men. Mm -hmm. And there's all this like BS around masculine. Like we can't say that. We can't talk about things being masculine. It's bad. It's toxic. It's whatever. Um, but I not want to uncover this and I want to dive into it more deeply and more complexly. And so here's the story that I've been meaning to share. I wish you weren't smoking a dongle right now. If you're not watching online on YouTube, Seth has found a dongle on the desk and is pretending to smoke it. We have a YouTube channel. Okay, enough. So um, this is a story that I think is so cute and adorable. So our kids are in Taekwondo. And okay, there's two stories. Our kids are in Taekwondo. And I've been noticing how all they want to do is make Master Nini proud. Master Nini is their female coach. She's amazing. Like a fourth degree black belt. Fourth Hello. degree black belt. She traveled the world doing weapons, um, she, something, fighting. In US Open. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. Um, but it's amazing because she's like super sweet, nice, whatever. But watching these young men and kids, boys specifically, sh want to make sure that she sees their hard work is so, it's been really transformative for me. And then you mentioned the thing the other day where 
you were roller or um, skateboarding with Matt when mm-hmm. you guys were younger mm-hmm. and his girlfriend was at the skate park. Right. And you said every single trick he did, he'd look right at her. Yeah. So tell me about that and then I'll tell the second story. What What does that tell you about what men are trying to do? Tell me more about it. We want to show out in front of our ladies. Why does it matter to you? Because it's kind of like this. Uh, men try to impress women that they like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that matters because men want to feel... I. So if I you know, look straight at you from doing a skateboard trick or something like that, I want you to know that you saw it, that I did something cool that other people, other males, maybe couldn't do. Uh-huh. Right? So I want, I want to impress you. What? I, want, I uh-huh. want you to know that I am uh, set apart. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a giant bull elk, right? It's mm-hmm. like some elk have... Have you seen this wreck? Right. Have drop tines or something like, oh, that one looks different from the other ones. Drop tines? Yeah, drop tine is like a funky kind of thing that goes down. A horn? And, yeah, it looks pretty cool, right? Or the biggest rack or whatnot. It's like, oh, you try to set yourself apart. We've talked about this, like the male birds of paradise, you mm-hmm. know, like in New Guinea mm-hmm. or something like that. They have crazy feathers. Why? They want to be set apart mm-hmm. and noticed by right. potential mates. So if you do a thing, a move at the skate park, mm-hmm. and you look at me. Like a sick move. A sick, sick move. Let's say you air out of the bowl, as, okay. as Tuff says, and you jump over your friends, as Tuff does. Um, what does it mean to you if you were to do that move, and then you look at me, and I don't care? Deflated. How come? Help help women understand why it matters because I how women feel right now is like you're a boy, you want me to give you a thumbs up. And I need I'm on a mission to change that. Mm-hmm. So you look at me, give me more words than No, that's where it starts. And maybe for women it gets stuck there. It's like, oh, you're not a boy. Why do I have to watch your trick or something mm-hmm. like that? No. Why do you think there's so many awards and accolades and things that grown ass men mm-hmm. create? To, to feel something, right? So it actually starts as a young boy hmm. and then just basically continues all the way. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I mean, when I went to Dubai and got this like nice certificate and like acknowledgement things, like, I don't know, what was the first thing I did? Took pictures and texted you because mm-hmm. my name's on it and all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's, you know, half of it's in Arabic. I'm like, hey, this is cool. Right. I don't know anybody else that has this. I'm proud of this, mm-hmm. right? Or, um... I, you know, get a ton of clients or, or hey, get I, an elk or whatever. Or get an elk. Yeah. It's like either um, I told my brothers like, hey, whenever I get one, because I, I won't, it's fun for him to know and my mm-hmm. other brothers and stuff like that. But I always call you first. And if you don't pick up, boom, straight to my brothers, mm-hmm. right? Because I want to share it. Mm-hmm. But the main person I want to share it with is you. Right. right. Why? Not because I want you to like come and like field dress it with me or anything like that. I want you to be proud of what I accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I would enjoy doing those things even if I wasn't with you. That doesn't matter. Tell me the difference between if you do the trick in the skate park and I don't care versus you do the trick in the skate park or you get the deer or you whatever and you call me and I care. What? How does that feel to you? It, It feels amazing. More words. More words, one. more than one. Okay, yeah, maybe like at add least words a to the one. Yeah, to the pair. Okay, yep. yes to the thing. Okay, will do. Um, if it it feels validating, if it oh, hmm. 
it feels like I'm the hero for a minute. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we all want to feel like a hero. And I swear to G, our boys and the most of the males, boys, men that I've talked to want to be the hero. Mm-hmm. You know how many? When Mariner and Tuff were little kids, like, you know, four, five, six, seven, and stuff like that, they would talk about villains mm-hmm. coming into the house oh, yeah. and what they would do to them. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I would throw this balloon at them. Right. And I would, and I would, uh, I would set a trap door so right. they couldn't do this. You know, it's like, why do you think that they would, Hattie's never said anything like that. Right. Right. Or other like little girls that I've talked mm-hmm. to. Um, it's, it's, I mean, e- even me, I'm like, oh, yeah, we all want to be like the knight in shining armor, mm-hmm. the warrior, the scout, the hero of that because it's something deep within us mm-hmm. like oh it, it's silly it's like a skateboard trick and that's nothing right but if i look back and you go oh, yeah mm-hmm. thumbs up then i'm the hero to you <coughs> right mm-hmm. now where that gets into wuss territory mm-hmm. if i'm like oh you didn't look at my thing you didn't look at the game the score you? on my video game i'm right? playing uh this I'll, game. I'll still i'll still do those things right, right. like okay think about like a warrior, a knight, or a scout, he is still going to do those things, mm-hmm. kill the bad guy, get the gold, get the elk, get regardless. The dragon, get, get the, the dragon, stone. whatever. Get the stone. Orkenstone. Enkinstone. Arkin. Arkenstone. No. The Arkenstone, yeah. That's right. He's still going to get the Arkenstone. Right. Regardless if done. you think it or not, right? Because there's something else that's like, well, <coughs> shit. I got to be a hero just for my own damn self. You know what I'm saying? (coughs) Now, the icing on the cake, the cherry on top is you going, yes, you are, right? It's like feeling beautiful, you know, or whatever. Feeling soft, feeling like a badass of Mm -hmm. like knowing how to do it. You, you could still have a kid if we weren't together, right? Mm -hmm. You go to the sperm bank and just get, I don't know, help pick out vat number two and I have a kid, right? That was too long. It got gross. Oh, it got nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. One one okay, good one. squirt. <laughs> uh, you can still do that and still feel a sense of like, damn, I'm a badass. You know, I just had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it more important that I'm like, oh my gosh, Melanie, you are so strong. You are such a mother. I love your nurturing. I love you. You're you're great. Mm-hmm. Which is better? Duh. Right. The yeah. latter. It's almost like um, what we're explaining, which I kind of wish we didn't need to explain, is it's the foundation of truly being seen and respected and loved and attuned to. And like, it matters to me that you've accomplished even just a skateboard trick or that you've, you know, like had a successful career. Like, it all matters, you know? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, you made me on. But here's the second story that I want to tell you that is so flipping cute is that. <clears throat> this little boy has a crush on Hattie. Oh. She is 10. And he rides the bus with her, I think. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Hattie's like, so-and-so has a crush on me. He gave me his lacrosse card. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And like so a personalized she, baseball card. So like a baseball card, right? <laughs> so she hands me this lacrosse card. And she's like, well, one, I don't like him, right? Which I thought was kind of sad. <laughs> but... She gives me his lacrosse card and like his lacrosse card is nothing but his accomplishments. What position he plays, 
how old he is, how tall, you know, like all of his metrics, like mm -hmm. his stats. stats. Mm -hmm. And it was such a weird moment of insight where I'm like, he just wants her to be proud of him. Like no girl would be like, here's my volleyball card. I gave you here's <laughs> no girl would do that. I mean, card. maybe, I don't know, but it's just not, it just seems like such a different realm of, of what matters, why it matters. And I, what I really want to get to the core of is again, why we get this wrong as women how we get it wrong, how we treat men when we think it doesn't matter, and what that impact down the line has for our relationships, how we view our spouses, et cetera. Mm. And, and then really, like, it's, it's big, it's like generational impact, right? Because if I think that you trying to impress me is a bunch of bullshit, and then I treat you like you're an idiot child, which is, that's a mean thing to say anyway. But like, if I treat you like you're just this stupid, oh, you want to need me to clap? Would you want a sticker? that's going to show in to our children. They're going to see that. They're going to feel that. And then that's going to, I mean, it literally impacts generations. That's mm -hmm. a huge, huge thing that we're doing unintentionally as women, I think. But I do believe that part of it is that there's a, lang there's a language piece missing. Mm -hmm. Like when I said, how does it feel when I acknowledge you versus when I don't? You said, awesome. And then you sat there, mm -hmm. right? So we need a little bit more to go on as women as to why it matters. And again, I'm going to go back to this idea of when I think of it in the terms of like, not when I think of it in the terms of a young man, tough or Mariner, mm -hmm. when they do a trick or when Mariner has an orchestra concert and he's playing a song for me on the piano or whatever that looks like, I would absolutely hate it. If someone was like, Oh, what do you want a sticker? Like how terrible is that? Right. That would destroy my kid. It would make me mad. Mm hmm. All around, it's just an energy of like, what is, where did that come from? Why are you trying to shut that down kind of thing? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And mm -hmm. whenever I go to, well, basically, literally, whenever I've gone to see the kids do something, mm -hmm. you know, with other kids mm -hmm. around, who do they look for first? And mm -hmm. this happens all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mary looks for us in the crowd as right. orchestra concerts. Hattie or the kids look, you know. Um, and it's, the, it's that same thing of like, oh, I want to know that somebody sees is me. here yeah. and sees me mm -hmm. right but there's something different than like when an older guy like a husband or whatnot mm -hmm. goes oh i want to make sure that my wife sees me mm -hmm. right not because i'm not happy i'm not fulfilled i'm not content if my wife doesn't acknowledge these things and you know dotes and loves on me all the mm -hmm. time no that's unhealthy right but you love it when i do certain things for you right well, even we talked about this earlier today, which I think is an interesting correlation because like I think a lot of women want to. So I think most men want to be seen as heroes, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. and 
I think a lot of women want to be seen as a treasure. Like mm -hmm. I'm a prize. Mm -hmm. I'm a queen. Right. You want me and you're going to fight other people to have me. Right. And I think a lot of people, a lot of women would love to feel that way. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us are afraid to admit that, but that's why so many movies are based on this premise. Right. right. Um, but it's interesting because like when we went to Orlando, I've been doing a ton of work, like even as uh, seemingly unimportant as like waxing my legs so that they're not ape legs. Um, getting my nails done, getting like tanning and mm -hmm. doing all of these things and really actually working on like, okay, finding skincare products that whatever that sounds silly, but those are all hard work. They're things I don't need to do. Mm -hmm. And I was completely under the impression that when we went to Orlando, you would be like, wow, Melanie is radiant. And I see the changes that she's made that she's made mm -hmm. and it's exciting to me and I love it. And I'm going to like, tell her about it and take pictures of her and we're going to take pictures together. And you did zero of that. Like I'm you sorry. did not see any difference that I'm aware of at mm -hmm. all. And it was really hurtful because mm -hmm. I was like, I've fucking worked on this. Right. You don't even notice a difference. And I have to ask you to take a picture of me mm -hmm. like that. And on top of it, it was in a lazy river, which is like the one thing I wanted to do my entire life. And you're like, I don't really think she needs photos of that. I'll wait till she asks. Right. That hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm only sharing that with you because mm -hmm. I think it's a really good example for women. If you have ever done something similar where you thought, ah. my husband's going to see me, he's going to notice, he's going to take pictures, he's going to care, it's going to matter, mm -hmm. and then it didn't happen, I think you now have a sense of what it feels like for most men mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Now, I want to put a caveat in here. Men, if you're a douchewazee, if you're a douche canoe of magnitudinal proportions... Yes. You don't need to be doted on if you're just like a dipshit. You got to figure that out. So if it, that, cause that does happen. I see that happen. I see that happen with clients where they're yeah. like, I just want her to respect me, but you're the most disrespectful sack of shit I know. Well, we've talked about that. You do respectful things for two weeks, but it's been right. 10 years. Or not even do a like a respectful thing for a single week. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You earn respect. You don't just automatically get it. But that's a side note, and it makes me really pissed off, and it makes me kind of happy to be pissed off. So <laughs> I want, but I do want to talk about this, like, Women, if you've ever wanted your husband to see you and care about like, I mean, I hear this all, all the time from women. He doesn't, he doesn't like see how overwhelming it is for me to be at home all day with the kids. Mm. He doesn't seem to care. He does. I have to ask him for like, for him to do chores around the house, whatever. It's absolutely no different. It's a different context, but the, the core of it is exactly identical to how men want to feel seen uh, and really feel like the hero in their marriage. You so know? this highlights a thing. It's really not towards men or women. Well, no, it's towards both, right? It's not weighted either way. Uh, maybe we have a lot of work to do, mm -hmm. right? If you're hearing anything that goes, oh, okay, yeah, I, I understand that. I know the way that you explained it about going to Florida and stuff like that and Seth didn't take any pictures. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that felt not cool mm -hmm. how do i do that to my husband right or, or vice versa mm -hmm. right so it's like okay what if you guys hear this stuff and decide to hmm, okay i'm not going to get hurt and pissed and all weird because it's not happening i'm going to decide to do something different about it mm -hmm. me and our one of our kids had an argument yesterday and he was talking about things that i did to him that he still thinks about that were very hurtful and i was like you know what I am very sorry for that, and I shouldn't have done that, 
And anytime that comes up, I will say that I'm sorry. And this and this and this. And he was just going on and on and on. And I said, okay, let's mean you do something different then this time. Let's do something different. And it was amazing. I don't think that I told you this, but he was crying a ton. Mm -hmm. And then I started crying. Mm -hmm. We were in the car driving. And I, you know, you know, like you like you cry or you weep Mm -hmm. and then you weep bitterly. I was weeping bitterly. Like as if you were listening to Moana and the grandma sing. Yeah, but that was a happy one, right? That was a, a good emotions. This was a, oh my gosh, I am so, so sorry. And I think it's probably the first time that he's ever seen me cry. Not like I don't cry, mostly in front of you, you know? But it was something a billion percent different, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was like, and you know who I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And it was one of those arguments where he lost his brain. Mm-hmm. We're never going to have a good relationship. By the time I'm 40, I don't even want to see you. Like all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And I was like, okay, obviously something's here. Mm-hmm. I was like, we have to do something different. And then it just kind of evolved. Didn't devolve. It evolved to me like telling him I'm sorry several times and understanding. And then actually like, you know, we talk about like being seen and heard mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You could tell that he was really felt seen and heard mm-hmm. because he stopped arguing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, I know what you mean. I did it before, and I know what you mean by that, and I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And da, da, da. And that's, you know, then I just started bawling, you mm-hmm. know. And then, like, we, he's 13, right? And mm-hmm. then, like, we held hands. We shook mm-hmm. hands. And then we hugged for a long time mm-hmm. afterwards. And it was Amazing. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. Oh, I'm saying that just as an example of we did something different, mm-hmm. right? Of course, I let it because I'm the parent, duh. But, and then he he followed that, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Right, right. Right? So just in relationships, and we do this all the time. Like, okay, I'm going to lead something different. <clears throat> you can choose to follow. Mm-hmm. And you're following because you're like, oh, that that's worth following, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. same thing with you. You're just like, mm-hmm. okay, you've led something different. You're like, oh, you take my hand. If we're arguing, or hey, let's do something different. Mm-hmm. Boom, melting. I'm soft and open to right, that because right. I know it's a good idea, right? So if you're hearing all this stuff, you always have the opportunity to do something different. If you're like, oh, this is bull crap. What are they talking about? Mm-hmm. You have some. You have the opportunity to do something different. And men, get some balls. You lead it. You lead it. Right. Right. Don't huff in a puff and go away or do whatever you do for the thousandth time. Lead it. Right. And that's what I was going to say, too, is that what's challenging here is that it feels like often that women are the one who have the power in this situation where we're getting men's needs confused. But I think there's a lot to be said for like when we were in Florida and I was like, you know, I really wish that you had like taken pictures of me. I said this, I think, on our last day. Mm -hmm. I was like, I it, it hurt my I told him. It hurts my feelings that you like don't see the work that I've put into this. And I thought that you would actually like take pictures and whatever. And you haven't. And that's okay. I'm not mad at you. I am actually kind of hurt, but I'm not mad at you. But can we take some pictures? Like, And so I, what normally people would say, well, that's Seth's responsibility to do the right thing and just take the pictures of the whatever. Mm-hmm. Not if I don't tell him. He's not going to know it if I don't communicate it. And right. so men, I think it's incumbent upon you to be able to and or begin to communicate some of these needs in a different way beyond pouting or getting mad or shutting down or not talking or 
whatever the thing would normally look like, drinking your sorrow away or whatever, like begin to communicate, hey, this is the thing I thought would happen or this is what I thought you would do when, in that moment when I showed you that thing. Like when I sent you the text of my trophy from Dubai or whatever, mm-hmm. I thought you would say this and that didn't happen. But, you know, I would love to see this happen. So it's kind of like that. Um, I did a reel the other day where I was like, you can't do it. Don't like I can't. Right. If you don't tell me what you need and all you do is say, I don't like it when you don't whatever. or I don't like it when you don't take pictures of me. I need to know what you want. Right. It's the same thing as going to McDonald's mm-hmm. and you standing <laughs> at the thing. Well, I don't want a Big Mac. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, hello, sir. Can I take your order? I don't want a number one Big Mac, so don't give me that. Do not give me a... Do, I will be so Do not mad. give me a Big Mac with a large fry and a Coke, okay? I'm out of here if you did that. Okay, well, what would you like, sir? Thank you very much. Oh, I want a chicken sandwich. Right. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now they can ring me up, pay the money, right? cook the thing. Mm-hmm. Do whatever. Right. right? And I, th- I think it's important to be able to invite men to speak about these things in a more holistic way to to essentially if you can do that and you can kind of step out of that space of fear or feeling like it's going to be too scary or you're going to be a wuss or whatever you can begin the process of creating and generating what you want to see and begin manifesting it in your marriage but on the other side of that ladies ladies i think that we have been taught and i i I think this Mm. because i've seen it in kiddos not kiddos but like young women We have been taught somewhere that bitching at our husbands about their actual needs is funny. And I've seen like 19-year-old girls do this with their boyfriends where their boyfriends are just like innocently doing a thing and a girl is just like tearing him a new one and thinking it's funny. There's clearly like an element of she thinks that she's superior, but it's funny and it's okay and he'll think it's funny. And I've seen it a zillion times. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. that energy. Mm-hmm. Like you see it at Starbucks with couples that are clearly have been dating for like three months. And you're like, why is she just bitching at him? Right. And it's the weirdest thing because as a culture, we've clearly have created that that's a, a normal thing. That's okay to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is not okay. It is completely detrimental. And if I tell you what, if any of our children date someone like that, I will have something to say about it. I guarantee Good. you they they probably wouldn't because we don't treat them that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess maybe a part of it is that they're being these kids are being treated that or seeing their parents treat each other that way mm-hmm. and they're just mirroring what they've seen. But um there's a lot of growth that we as women need to have around this and again I've I've heard so many women clients, friends, uh people at churches, women in community groups, and then y'all women talk about everything in churches and community groups. We don't there's no off limits there, which I always think is so funny. You you expect it to be like a little less whatever, but I expect like, it to Whoa! be, but then sometimes I'm like, "Oh, what? No, it's hilarious. But um what? You'll hear women talk about especially things like intimacy needs, uh sexual anything with their partner as it's like he feels like a little boy that I have to take care of and I hate it. I'm not his mom. I'm not whatever. And so how can we bridge that gap? How can we get more men to show up as men who also have needs? Not Mm -hmm. as like, well, the farthest I developed mentally and emotionally and this is 13 and then I stopped developing. So my responses are like a 13-year-old boy, which makes my wife want to barf. Right. First, you have to heal whatever that is in you. Like... I could be clear as day of like, 
and and differentiated and whatever as clear as day, which I don't even know what that means. How about crystal clear, <laughs> right? Uh, hey, Melanie, uh, me having a sexual desire for you is not out of bounds. Mm-hmm. In fact, it is the most normal thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I would like to do that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, times, whatever. And in no way am I objectifying you, mm-hmm. putting you out, making you feel weird or anything like that. Uh, I am stating my desires. Mm-hmm. And I am, frankly, a good husband. Mm-hmm. I'm a good man. I'm a good father. I'm a good husband. Uh, so all of the things that you say, I'm not. I am not. I, I am those things. I do do a good job, mm-hmm. right? I do, do, I do good on all this. And uh, I can say that all day like textbook perfect all day but if you don't have ears to hear it mm-hmm. and still and still have it like fixed and healed some like wound that you mm-hmm. have maybe it was like okay and maybe it was trauma whatever it was if you haven't fixed it you will never be able to hear mm-hmm. and validate and go oh wait right those are normal things right and i oh. will say that this is a generational it's a handed down thing because like in my family of origin, there is a line that I hear a particular person say, I hate men, literally. I hate men. And it stems from trauma, very bad trauma. But to hear someone your entire life say, I hate men. Mm. And then to like always question if there's a, you know, if there's like a man, a male chaperone on a field trip, always like, well, you know, this like undercurrent of that Mm. man is nefarious. He's going to do something bad. And so I think that in in order for women to get men's needs correct in a holistic setting, we need to understand is, do I have a, 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 a hidden weird mm-hmm. thing like that from my past? Have I experienced trauma that makes me think that any type of sexual thing is inappropriate or is bad or is whatever? Like there's a lot to be said for the healing of everybody on this journey. And again, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to this kid giving Hattie his lacrosse card. He just wanted her to be proud of him. He Mm. wanted to be the hero. (laughs) Look at my card. I'm posing. I've got my lacrosse stick. I have my gear on. Like it says my name on the top and the colors of the school. Like, Mm -hmm. don't you think I'm great? And at some level, this is going to sound so weird, especially for me having like been raised really pessimistically and like with sarcasm and criticism. You mean from the Northwest? (laughs) Yes, from the Seattle area. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about that. Like my core uh, growth is... Like the area that I grew up in is Kurt Cobain. It's it's Nirvana. Like I was thinking about that the other day. Like how weird is that? And how like just like jaded, grungy, Nirvana vibes. Like it's, yeah. you're not supposed to be happy. It ain't no LA. That's for damn sure. It ain't sunshine and skateboarding and you know, whatever. That's not the point. That's why I'm moving to Sparta. <laughs> I'm moving to Sparta. But um, having grown up in a setting where actual health and wellness has been like shat upon like like us being able to cuddle and it's okay was like really actually frowned on um it takes a lot of work to be like okay what do i actually want to see Mm -hmm. in my relationship with my husband who is a man and an adult he's not a child he's from a different culture he he wants positivity he wants to be seen as a just a human, but also as a sexual person and all of those things. Like how the bleep do I make that happen? How do I make sense of that in my mind? And so this is me sort of saying to you, 
How do you make sense of that in your mind if it's something that you struggle with? If you don't struggle with it, air five to you, you win. But if you do struggle with it and you're like me and you struggle to see your partner as a human, it was just a joke. Um, I want to figure that out. So for me, it looked a lot like seeing Seth as a as like a teenager or a kid, like a like handing his lacrosse card to his old girlfriend and being like, "Aren't you proud of me?" Mm-hmm. And being like, "There is deep value in that." Imagine if I had never been negative to you in our marriage. Mm. Imagine how differently we would be today. Let's talk about that for a minute, because this is what I want women especially to see your negativity radiate radiates out. It's like a porcupine quills. Each time you're negative, you become scarier and harder to get near and harder to get along with until nobody wants to be around you and your husband, especially, and you don't want to give you the things that you want. Mm-hmm. But imagine if we could change that. And then and, you act surprised when right he did something else. Right. Right. When he steps out of bounds or whatever, like that stuff shouldn't be surprising if you're taking a proverbial dump on everything positive. So what would it look like Mm. had I not been negative to you? Mm. Like, let's explore it, but please don't get mad at me. This podcast is over. I'm mad at you. (laughs) I am not mad at you, for one. I... And okay, so sure, hindsight is 2020 and whatever. There's an element that makes me kind of sad of that because... And all, I think all relationships do this, and I'm sure that I've done things to you where it kind of like stifled you or whatnot. But uh, if you hadn't have done that or came for that perspective, which you didn't know, so you know it's not your fault, kind of thing, I think that things would be different by way of. Hmm. I mean, I'm happy now. Uh, I think they would be massively different. I think massively. Yes, absolutely. How so? I think of when a woman is bitchy, it's like a, um, even the Bible says, mm -hmm. but it's like, um, I think of a land, a a sea anchor in that movie when the guy on master and commander, when the, when the, the guy is on the, like the bird's eye or the bird's watch thing or whatever, crow's nest. Crow's nest. And it like falls into the sea Uh and it's anchoring the boat down. It's going to make the boat sink. Right. And so they cut it off. Remember, uh-huh. they cut it off yeah. and the kid dies. And right. it's like a tragic scene or whatever. But it, to me, feels like a bitchy wife, a, a, a bitchy wife or a judgmental wife or an unloving, unkind, whatever, is literally like a sea anchor. Like she stops all growth because she's so powerful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my energetic force of trusting and loving and being excited for you mm-hmm. is powerful. And we are not aware of that at all. And we're not aware of the fact that the opposite of that is true. My energetic force of stifling you and telling you that's stupid and you're not a boy and I don't want to see you do that. And what do you want an award for that? You want a blue ribbon Mm -hmm. is equally powerful in the wrong direction. It pulls us away from, I think, what we're designed to be as people. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's like devil. It's like the devil, right? And some people, I don't know, some people think, lots of things about my spirituality or our spirituality or whatever. I think there are some things that are like bad juju or demonic Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that may just be one of them that women don't see, or we've been trained not to see that. I don't even know, but like the way we show up for our husbands 
is a big fucking deal for our lives. Mm -hmm. And I know that I, and and I think that part of our journey is to teach this to people. So Mm -hmm. I'm not upset about it in that sense. I, because this is our, I think again, I kind of have like a karmic thing. I feel like we've lived this and we're just reliving it again. I have weird thoughts about this, but I think of it before we're married in every lifetime. We find each other. Wow. That's my story. But, uh, so I can see now how, had I not been that sea anchor and stopped you, Mm. you were on a, a like forward moving trajectory. And I was just like, nope, claws in. Interesting. And like, I mean, I think most men are that way. So, and most women want to control well, most, it. Most people are that way, right? Most people are that way. So that goes back. Like I have had a lot of former therapy clients who were historically uh, in DV relationships, domestically violent relationships. They had kids and then some who were like currently, right? And the stories and stuff that I have heard from them literally made me want to kill the husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I I have to beat that guy's ass. Mm-hmm. I have to. I mean, maybe they were bigger than me and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to shoot that guy mm-hmm. or something like that. And to think that uh, like a guy can do that, I mean, because guys obviously are stronger than women, whatever, whatever, that a guy could do that is the same as you saying like, Man, how 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 bad can a woman drag down a man mm-hmm. and be the sea anchor kind of thing mm-hmm. and just do that? Mm-hmm. It's like the equivalent of that of me thinking of like a guy's like hitting on a woman mm-hmm. and hitting the kids and threatening and doing mm-hmm. this and literally making everybody's lives a hell, hell. Yeah. Right. And that only comes from not being healed. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what was healed in you that's made you not what you're talking about. Well, like what was the shift? What was it? I think it's just you've shown up like over and over. I'm going to cry about it. Oh. You've shown up like consistently beyond what I, you proved that you were good mm-hmm. always. And it's a really hard thing to like this journey that I'm on and wanting to understand men means a lot to me because I've mm-hmm. seen it play out in relationships of people that I really love. Mm. And it's really sad because the sea anchor wife or whatever is socially acceptable. Mm. And it, and you just see it, you just watch it, like make these marriages miserable. And the shift is so small. It's so subtle that would change everything that would like, free these families and free these husbands and Mm. allow the children to see like a healthy relationship. I mean, it's just heartbreaking to me lately, especially watching women treat young men, their sons, the way they treat their husbands, Mm -hmm. like demeaning these deeply important things to them. And then these boys growing into teens and young adults who are like, I'm not special. Mm. And they can't bring that leadership to their marriage. And then they come to us and their wives can't bring that to them. I mean, it's just this like really sad cycle to watch. And it makes men insane. It makes them so hurt Mm -hmm. while the wife sits there with her thumb up her ass 
thinking she's right. Mm. And it makes me so mad. Just so mad. And again, I think part of it is like, like I was saying earlier, I'm so sad at how I've treated you because I've been blind to it for so many years. And it's like, I would never want someone to treat tougher Mariner this way or Hattie, you know, but I mean, our sons, mm-hmm. obviously, to treat them this way and think it was okay and to think it was socially acceptable. And, you know, of course, if that happened, I would be all over it and it would not happen. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let it. But um, I don't know. There's just so much to say about it. And I just, my heart is just like breaking for men lately. I don't know why. Like just seeing how um, they just have the weight of the world on their shoulders, but it, they are not even allowed to express it. And mm-hmm. the second that they do, they have all these feminists like, well, oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you think this? And it's like, God, no, they're just people. Like just let them be. Like mm-hmm. let's let everyone find health and wellness together. And like, yeah, you know? I will say this in front of all of our friends. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And I have seen, I don't know, these last weeks, like you showing up differently. And I think I even asked you, like before, I don't, I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. Um, but we just had conversations of like, why do you want it? Why are you into this now? You know, kind of thing. Like, what has been your realizations and whatnot, kind of thing. So I see it, and that's amazing. And I do want to say that, like, uh, obviously culturally women have been shat on for a ton, right? right? So I want to like try to balance it out. And I really think that it it kind of feeds off of each other. Like men have done bad, stupid things and women have had to step up and have movements and all this stuff, right? And then in response, it's almost like in like w- with clients, I'm like, okay, when we do this thing, trying to make something else stop, we go here, then we go to the next, and then we are doing the wrong thing, and then we get more of the thing that we don't want <laughs> mm. in the first place, right? It's a maladaptive reactions, mm-hmm. maladaptive patterns, circular uh, causality. Mm. This does this, does this, does this, does this. Oh, okay, well, because men have done stupid stuff, there has to be feminist. Okay, now because there's feminist, now that exacerbates um, men not being listened to, not mm. being heard, and it just makes it worse, right. which now the feminists dig in or whatever, and I'm just using mm. different language because right, I don't right. have other stuff right now, right? So it's like great movement, good movements, right? Not just stupid, uh, you know, whatever, like a like a terrible movement, like not, right. <laughs> you know, Nazi Germany or something like that, have had like real reasons. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, the house is on fire. Um I hosed it down, but ruined the computer on it. Well, well, you ruined the computer. Um, now we're fighting about the computer. I'm like, I had to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like the circular thing. So it, it takes, and I was thinking about this. Was it a conversation or was it a podcast? I don't remember. I don't huh? I don't know. It's probably both. I was like, I think it was a podcast. I was like asking, how the hell do we do like oh yeah you know yes, what i'm saying because we were here uh-huh. which was 10 or 13 years ago and like that's where the journey began it's 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 almost ending up like how the hell did we get in bora bora in such a amazing beautiful place with mm-hmm. everything and it only seems to get better mm-hmm. the more work we're doing how did we get here oh my gosh mm-hmm. right um 
But then if you look back and reverse engineer, oh, well, 10 years ago, you decided to get all your shit together, Mm -hmm. completely change, save money, follow your dreams, do the right thing, make 1% changes every day, every day improvements, and then eventually you're there, right? Mm -hmm. So you and I did it at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, I stopped being dumb, you stopped being dumb, and we've continued to grow, 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 right? And if like just couples or men and women could do that at the same time, I think we would see an increase in marital and relationship satisfaction, Mm -hmm. better sex, all this stuff, longer life, and a decrease in like this polarity that's happening. You know, it's like this and that. It's kind of like, I don't know, you know, Democrats, Republicans, and we never get political on the Mm -hmm. show. But it's like, okay, guys, you're just going to blow each other up eventually. You know, it's like me and Tuff have been watching World War II movies, you know, like we just watched Saving Private Ryan. And um, there's this one scene of like um, uh, the guy like knocks a wall down on accident and there's, it's a room full of Germans and the guys I'm referring to are Americans. And then they're just pointing guns at each other. Like, okay, what do we do? I guess we're all going to die, you know, but then there were Americans over here higher up and then they shot the Germans and stuff like that. But it's like, okay, to what end Mm -hmm. is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, we're not having sex. Uh, Oh, well, you're a douche. Well, um, okay. Uh, where does that end? Right. You know? Oh, we're not having sex. Okay, I'm just going to the bar. Right. Go hang out there. You're at the bar all the time. That's where I'm not having sex. Right. No. I'm at the bar all the time because every time I've said you want to have sex, I'm acting like a little boy. Right. You right. know? Yeah. And so if we can heal, if we can heal mm-hmm. at the same time and go, oh, man, mm-hmm. where does that come from? Oh, this is uncomfortable. Well, I got to yeah. sit with that. And it makes me think of the... um the journey that I've seen women go on, and this is really, I think eye opening. I don't know what you said that kind of sparked this, but I've been on a journey and many women that I know, especially a lot of women in the women's group coaching, they're on a journey to like discover themselves and to, to uh, like lots of us have had kids or we just feel lost or whatever. And when you start to realize like you're a queen, like, and this is going to make sense in a minute, but like, um, we take these journeys, this like, I would say like women's lib, this feminist journey, and they're great. I love it. I am feminist like to the core. You do not get more feminist than me that you do, but whatever. I think the, sorry, just to interject, the, the, um, one of the like coolest definitions of, of feminism, and I think it came from like a hardcore feminist a long time ago, which is what like a feminist now would be like, oh no, that's, that was, blah, blah. it was something like super duper simple, like, oh, a feminist wants uh, good for women. I'm glad that you interjected with that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like it wants good for all, I think is what it is. Yeah. But um, so when when women go on these journeys, which I think are necessary, I think they're, they're great, they're wonderful, we should raise our daughters so that they don't have to take the same journey of like destructing their, you know, deconstructing their entire life. But what I see, this is what I see that makes my heart break into pieces I see women go on this journey for themselves. They find who they are. And then they're like, fuck you, husband. You did all this stuff to me. Mm. And they don't turn around and realize. And I just I wrote down the queen. Like Queen Elizabeth could annihilate her husband, could annihilate a country by simply ignoring the power she has mm. in that sphere, right? And that's what women are doing. We're stepping up into our greatness and ignoring the fact that we actually are like a goddess, like a queen, like a a ruling power within a dynamic in our marriage. And so we're just like 
peace out. You're on your own. I'm doing my thing. You suck. I don't know why we do this. I think it's terrible. I think it has caused many a divorce and many a terrible marriage. And what I want to see instead is women step into their power and turn around and be like, hey, I can help you. Mm. That's what women don't want to do. So many women don't want to do that. And it's part of the reason we've had so, so much success is that I was for a while like on this high horse of like, I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm going to do all this shit. You think I can't? And I was fighting you instead of fighting the culture. Mm-hmm. But then at some point I woke up and I was like, wait a second. I can impact this in a positive way, mm-hmm. which impacts my sons and my daughter and my community and our work mm-hmm. and the world because our work touches the world, right? And so um, if I could sort of wrap it all up into a tidy thing, I think that's at the core of what it is. Like women don't understand. They're not giving men the time of day to care about what men actually care about. They're saying, well, he only wants pussy, so whatever. Right. Like it's one expression of how men love, and that's great, and we should be we should be glad. Mm-hmm. We, it, but yeah, if men take advantage of it or are shitheads about it, no, mm-hmm. that's not good. Let's not do that. But that, again, is just a journey of healing. That's not men or female. That's just healing. Yeah. Right? And successful marriages find that when the healing happens at the same time. Right. You know, like they're they're literally, I think that you read or talked about growth versus fixed mindset first, mm-hmm. and then you read Miracle Morning first. Mm-hmm. Like you, you brought it. Of course, I was like, I, I was open for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I never like went out and bought a book or something mm-hmm. or whatnot or like that before. But you were open mm-hmm. to it. You brought it in. And then boom, mm-hmm. that's literally like, okay, that fuse is lit. Right. And it's been flying, burning ever right. since. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and you, I, you brought it and maybe you invited me or something. No, you didn't invite me. You just shared it with me. Yeah. And I and if you didn't understand it, I never put you down about it. And that's where I see like, I'm thinking of a very particular relationship where it's like, this husband is just desperate for his wife to see him and like love him and see how hard he works. And she is just on her feminist high horse of like, oh yeah, well I had to stay home and raise kids and I had to whatever, whatever. And it's like, you're tearing your life apart. You're tearing your whole world apart. Not to mention another soul, like uh, the the soul of your husband. Mm. Like what would it look like if you just cooled the fuck off and said, hey, wow, wait a minute, let's grow together. Mm -hmm. What would it look like if we did this together? What would it look like if I actually honored that you think sex is great? What would it look like if I actually honored that we have different preferences and desires? And what if I honored our differences? Like Mm. Dr. Dan Siegel talks about honor Mm -hmm. differences, promote linkages, not tolerate differences. That makes me so mad Mm. when people are, well, he wants to go fishing. So I guess I'll go. That's called tolerating. That's not honoring. Honoring is I make it a special point to go with you and have fun the whole time. Like I'm honoring our differences. Right. So I was talking to my mom today and they're going to North Carolina for a thing, right? Mm-hmm. They live in South Carolina. And uh, on the way, my and my little brother loves fishing. Like you guys should go follow drums and fly fishing on uh, Instagram. <laughs> it's awesome. That's his thing. Lives and breathes drums, lives and breathes fly fishing, right? And... So him and uh, they're going to do something in North Carolina, and my br- my younger brother was like, "Hey, mom, because we'll be together on the way back. They got great fishing up there. Let's go." Mm-hmm. And she told me, 
my mom doesn't go fishing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but she just told me about it. She's like, all right, guess I'm going fishing. Cool. <laughs> so is that tolerating a difference or is that honoring a difference? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, we're there. Right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's great. You know, right. well, she's, not gonna thing weird. Like, she's not going to be complaining. Yeah. She'll be like, in fact, she she brings an energy to that uh, stuff. Yeah. It's really fun. Well, fine. that's what I was going to say. Like, it's the time we had sushi, remember? Years yeah. ago, we brought sushi home mm-hmm. uh, to South Carolina. We got it at a thing, and she just put the biggest glob of wasabi on that. Th- <laughs> I mean, the biggest hunk of wasabi, ate it, and then just died laughing. Oh, and man. the energy, energy that she brings to new experiences, the things she doesn't really know about, especially when it comes to you guys, like you, you are brothers and stuff like mm-hmm. the energy that she brings to that is so life-giving and mm-hmm. fun. And it's, it, it, it's a really great model. I mean, she's one of the inspirations for, I'm going to cry again. Oh, like how I realize I should change, mm. you know? And I'm That's beautiful. Like this means a lot to me. I'm getting super emotional about it because I think it's so detrimental and I see it in our clients all the time. Our female clients are just like, fuck everything. I hate men. I hate life. I've got the short end of the stick, blah, 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 like to a lot of stuff. And I've seen it over and over again and I've worked women through it. But the more that I real, the more that I think about it in like how it relates to me and how I haven't shown up for Seth and how it's caused problems in our marriage, it just makes me so sad and like even more determined to show up and help women understand their husbands in a different way because husbands are men too. Husbands are people too. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have been taught in society that they're not, that they're like cavemen, that they're stupid and they're whatever. And like even being at the, um, at Podfest when you went up to bed and I stayed up and talked to a bunch of different people, a bunch of the, there was a bunch of guys I was talking to and it was like, it was like talking to a bunch of, 10 year old boys. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It was like, I could see their hearts because we were talking about marriage stuff, but Mm. there were no women present. There was me. Mm. There was one other marriage educator and a bunch of these guys. And it was like, they're talking to us. They know we're not going to judge them. Mm -hmm. So they're talking to us about like the core of the core of what they long for. And it just like, it just destroyed me. I saw that when you were talking to, by the way, Thank you. He's hugging me if you're mm. just listening to the podcast. I love you. Thank you for being open in that. And um, you should really share that with my mom. That'll make her feel like a thousand bucks. Maybe at the beach you can. Just right? a thousand? Only a thousand? <laughs> you didn't hear the zillion part. <laughs> I think the mic cut out. A thousand zillion. But when we're at PodFast, <laughs> PodFest, don't fast from our show. Yes. In a minute, fast from food, but not our show. You were talking to... Uh, a very cool and very famous person. He spoke at the thing that we spoke at, Uh right? And I could see in his eyes and demeanor that him talking to you, he longs for that freedom in talking to his own Mm -hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And probably those other guys that you were talking to too, they were like, shit. This is a woman. She's attractive, of course. Uh, I wish my girl was like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, she understands me. And I guarantee it. It doesn't matter if you've been married for 8,000 years or two seconds or not married. If you talk to someone, male or female, and you feel like, oh, 
they're understanding me. They're like getting this, this, okay, this is, wow. You will sit there and talk to them for a long time, which he did. Right. And you will, you will be open to that. You'll want more of that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And even that, like most women would look at that and they would look at me and get mad at me. Mm-hmm. Say, she's a threat. Mm. That lady right there. Now I'm mad at everybody. I'm not just mm-hmm. mad at my own husband or boyfriend or whatever. Now I'm mad at her. Oh, now and, I'm, and now I'm mad at my my man. Right, because he likes her. Because he likes her, mm-hmm. was you know flirty or whatever. And then what do you think that's going to do to a relationship? Right. He's going to go, yeah, I wish you would be more like her mm-hmm. or whatever. And right. then just shutting his feelings down. And this, of course, don't be an idiot. It goes both ways too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I remember there was this girl in college when I was dating my girlfriend of Mm -hmm. five years like her and i could just talk nothing ever happened right but her and i could just talk like we'd see each other and be like sit down Mm -hmm. and just talk and it was like the easiest thing in the world i was like oh i think that i'm getting something from her that i'm not getting in my current relationship Mm -hmm. and of course you're attracted to that Mm -hmm. right uh um and the reason that they you said that women get threatened by that it's like the same reason guys get threatened Mm -hmm. you know like Oh, or who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Uh, a dude who like empathically listened to me right. and like right. uh, cared about my feelings. Right. Oh, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> no, then, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, uh, because part of, if, if that was our case, I'd be like, oh, part of me really wants to do that. Part of right. me wants to empathically listen to you and mm-hmm. like know your heart, you know? But then of course, if we don't know about something, fight, flight, or freeze. Right. Oh, we're fighting, yeah. you know, or like whatever kind of thing. Yeah, it's interesting. And as you were saying that, like we just, again, I know that the pendulum swings. Oh, geez. The pendulum swings the all swings. the different ways. And, mm-hmm. um, but like even something as simple as I remember saying to my best friend, we were walking and she, t- she made a comment, um, that her husband had like this, he just had like a gut feeling about somebody that he didn't think this guy was a good guy. Mm. And I said something to her like, oh yeah, well, you know, men have intuition as well. And she was like, I have never, ever thought about men having intuition. Really? She's like, you have given me a revelation. And she was like, I literally not once, ever. And she's a really solid, awesome, yeah. growth mindset, yep. wonderful person. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I cannot believe that I've never thought that my husband would have intuition. And even just that is like really, it's eye-opening because so many of us think that way and feel that way that like, I guess there's a, I think there's a cultural like undercurrent that men are malicious, I think. And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe that's just my family of origin cultural Is it kind of like a pit bull? Mm-hmm. Like pit bulls get a really bad rap because they've, you know, eaten babies' faces and stuff yes. like that, which I don't like pit bulls. I got bit by a res dog one time mm-hmm. and it scared the shit out of me and it hurt too. Right. Um. And then it's like, oh, forever, right. write them off. But again, I mean, I just think of, yes, if it's like a pit bull, we raise dogs. You treat a dog like it's a sack of shit. Guess what it's going to be? A sack of shit and it's going to bite you. Mm-hmm. You get what you think about. You the, you know, you manifest the things that you believe about people. If Hello. I believe that, you know, like my husband is just a, he's got, you know, a brick for a brain. He doesn't think about anything but his wiener. Then of course, that's what I'm going to get. But what if I believed something different about you? Mm-hmm. And it's like that expectation effect that I read about in the book. Um, Vision talked about in the book. What is it called? It's such a good book. And I well, can never Well, it's that the saying that I've said before, and you share with me again, speak to the king, right, and, the, and king the king will, will answer. answer. Speak to the queen. No, speak to the fool, and the fool will answer. Well, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right? But Vishen, Vishen Lakiani talks about in the code of ex- the extraordinary mind, the expectation effect. The right? Code. Yeah. And if we believe that all men only care about sex, if we expect that, then we're going to find it. Mm-hmm. If we expect that men have no feelings, we're going to figure out a way to make them have no feelings. I can shut down your feelings faster than anyone on this planet. Is that true or not? Yeah. And women, wives, you're doing that. So now if you're not doing that, I apologize. I'm not being mean to you. But if you are doing that in any way, mm-hmm. I want to call you to talk, call you to the hot seat and let's examine that behavior. Mm-hmm. Is it helpful for you? Is it good for you? Is it life-giving for your husband? If you stopped doing that, would things change? Right. Same thing for guys. Like I could either... <laughs> going to say something really probably not nice i could hold you down right not like do sexual things i'm not saying that but i could like overpower you physically and also verbally just be like i'm dropping you Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like like a knockout you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i could we have the power of our in our tongues right right i think men and women are equally powerful Mm -hmm. there and what good does it do Right. I actually I think it's probably different. I think that men have the physical power and women have a lot of the like mental, but also the word power. Maybe more so probably. Yes. So there's a Bible verse. I can't ever remember which one it is, but I wrote it down a million times, but it's like the power of the tongue or what is it? The power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about like the tiniest spark can set of a forest ablaze. Mm-hmm. Like I can tear Seth down with one word. I can tear him down with an eye roll. Mm. And that eye roll can impact how he shows up for the mm-hmm. next week or 10 years And of that's marriage. crazy because even the most differentiated, strongest, whatever person is negatively affected by that. Oh, right? yeah. And yeah. It, just, I mean, how can you not be? Right. You know and I see it again in relationships I'm very close to. I'm seeing this play itself out long term mm. and it's heartbreaking. Mm. But I want to say like if you're watching this and you know other I think like find amazing relationships where you're inspired to be like them and then see what they do. So I think of Tom and Lisa Bilyeu. Yeah. She does not roll her eyes at him. She does not say he's an idiot. She does not say any of those things. She lifts him up. She empowers him. She mm-hmm. supports him, whatever, all of those things. Um, I would think of like Tony Rob, Tony Robbins and mm-hmm. his wife. Like, I don't know them. I don't see them, them do things much, but like right. powerful couples that are really doing all the things even Jeff and Alyssa Bethke. Mm-hmm. Um, what's their names on the Fixer Upper people? Chip and Joanna. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Like these couples are doing this stuff well. Let's so people might them. say, oh, we're just getting a highlight reel. But it would be really hard for people to give really awesome highlight reels if off camera it was shit. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Yeah, you're not getting the highlight reels because especially on TV, they go like... What if it bleeds, it leads. They would love, someone would love to see Chip and Joanna Gaines like really fight. Right. Because they'd go all over and then it would be headline tabloids, whatever. They don't, I'm pretty sure they don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's why they're where they're at, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and again, too, like Joyce Meyer talks about this stuff too. I mean, I just feel like the more that I listen to and dissect and study the wisdom of really successful marriages around me, the more I see that the absence of disempowering men and what they need and how they are fully human, just Mm. as fully human as a woman is and that they have fully complex emotional and relational needs as women do. Mm -hmm. We are denying our husbands these things and it's to the detriment of everything, right? It's like denying 
a leader all the access to all the knowledge that he needs to lead successfully and to lead well. Like if you mm -hmm. know that there's a troop hiding in this forest over here as like the, as you know, whatever the next down in the thing is, if you know that, but you're like, mm, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to tell my leader that like right. you're setting them up for failure. Let's stop and doing that. Thus setting yourself up for failure. Absolutely. Too. Uh, you take as much of a hit as he does mm -hmm. if we're leading in that way. So anyway, I appreciate you talking to me about it, but it's just been something I've been so focused on lately and determined to understand in more depth. Mm -hmm. And before we close, I want to wrap up with this. We, I posted a thing about men wanting to be doted on. And here's, this is a call to men. If you resonate with what I'm saying, if what you, if you hear what we're talking about and you're like, yes, that, yes, more of that, start fucking talking about it. When I post things, I get a million answers from women and one answer from a man. Ah. And here's the thing. I posted a story. Talk more, dudes. We got to talk I more. I posted a thing, um, and I want to see if I can find it. But it was talking about, I said, men, do you want to be doted on? Oh, dang it, it went away. Men, do you want to be doted on? Yes or no? 100% of the men who answered said, yes, they want to be doted on. One woman answered and said no, which pissed me off. I'm like, hey, lady, didn't ask you. So unless you have a shared account with your husband, which if you have a shared account with your husband, let's talk about that. But I Wait didn't ask her. We do. Our whole page is a shared account. But we have private <laughs> accounts. I know it's a business. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. if all of the men are saying, I do want to be doted on, I do want to be seen that way. Mm -hmm. And we're not fucking talking about it. There's a problem. Mm. And if women aren't being like, oh shit, my husband wants to be doted on. Oh my gosh, that's just like me needing conversation. Or that's just like me needing like to be really seen as a woman and a person. Right. If we're not looking at it as importantly and with as much weight as we look at our own needs, then we are not doing the right thing. Then you're thinking that you're more valuable than yes. your husband. Trust me, Basically. that's this client I mean, I'm really, talking about. That is exactly how it fucking feels. You should do I it. want my husband to bend over backwards for me, but dote on him, have sex with him. No, thank you. Why? He's a human just like you are. It makes me so mad and sad, like deeply, you, deeply sad. You should do a solo episode just talking more about this because clearly you're very passionate about it. But I think I need a men's a man's perspective to be able to communicate it clearly is my only thought. But mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's important to have your perspective. But men, again, what I was saying all of that for is that I want, I need you to talk to us more. If I put a thing up where I say, hey, men, what do you think about this? And three dudes answer. But if I put a thing up and I ask women and 300 answer, you aren't going to get what you want if you stay silent. Right. You know? Say it. Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> say it, don't spray it. So, <laughs> Melanie, thank you. I honor you. I know it's an emotional episode for you. But I can see the commitment and the passion and actual deep longing to like question this more and be curious mm -hmm. and grow. And it comes from a place of love and a place of growth. So awesome. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Ladies, be like this lady. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Thank so, you. We hope okay. this has been helpful. Yes. One call to action, two calls to action. Go to uh, anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching to get in with this lady because she's hot. She's got it going on. And guys, if you hear this and go, huh, 
I love all that. I have no idea how I could talk to that. Talk to other dudes about it. Go to badasshusband.com, badasshusband.com, or women's group coaching to be around people who are like-minded, who want growth, right. who have growth mindsets, and who want to do and more. And I will say, too, if you feel like you resonated with all the things that we said and you are stuck in your marriage and you don't know how to make that shift into that kind of life we talked about, work with us as coaching clients. Like, if you and your spouse are both on the same page of, like, we want that. Mm. I want that. I want what they talked about, but I don't know how to get there. I don't know how to unblock the things that I'm stuck on. I don't know how mm. to, like, push past this mental block or my family of origin blocks or whatever. Work with us. I'm saying this to you and the universe. I want more clients who said yes to those things mm, yeah, right now. More couples clients. Yes to those things. You look at your wife, you look at your husband and go, that's a good idea. Let's invest in coaching. Right. Let's do it together. Absolutely. I swear to G. Boom. Game changer. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Email questions. Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. All right. Peace okay, out. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.